now we always have a lot of children in mass. We always, we always do. It's one of the, I think, hallmark pieces of our community here. Um, and it's, it says a lot about the neighborhood, but also about our parish. Um, but at this past weekend, we had babies crying at all four masses. Yes! At the 4.30, the 8, 9.30, and the 11. Now, normally the 9.30 is our family mass, where most... Not that we do it. Well, children's liturgy of the word. That, I guess, makes it a family mass. So the 9.30 normally has children and babies. And we always have at least one or two little kids at all the other masses. But I don't know if it was just the, the drastic change in the weather or whatever, but we had crying babies at all of them. I'm sharing this because it's an awesome thing, not because it's a bad thing at all. Um, but it was just beautiful. And, uh, and I know parents can feel... Um, like you're feeling. Yeah, feel okay, like there you go. Feeling. Yes, I, I, I'm, as a parent, you can put a name to that feeling. You feel like you're failing. You feel like you're ruining the mass for everyone in the church. And that is far from, t- I mean, I'm sure some people are, you know, Scrooges and let them be Scrooges and live their miserable life. But um, not the case. And I, I'll tell you this much. I even have a fond memory of one of our little ones, um, and this kid, I, I, I know he's going to come to school here because his, his sisters are already in school here. I can't wait for him to start playing football for us. <laughs> so him and his dad were in our vestibule, and the, the, the doors were closed. And this kid is already wrestling his father, and he's, I don't know, he had to be two or three at the time. Um, and it was during the Eucharistic prayer, and I was in there drinking my coffee, and and he's his, not. He's not the priest. I was at the priest. No, some <laughs> other priest was doing that thing. Some other priest was celebrating mass. I wanted to clarify. Yeah, that you're no, not I was at just the sanctuary. I was just hanging out, uh, and it was clear Dad was trying to pray while wrangling his child, um, who looks older than he is in size and maturity. Um, and so I told him, I said, "Go, go into church and pray. I'll stay out here with with your son and." I'll watch him. It'll be fine. So he's like, okay, if you don't mind. And so he gladly left him. <laughs> he goes into church, and, he kneel, and he's just kneeling on the other side of the uh, wood doors with glass. And then his son, like, wants to be with his dad, and he just starts kicking the door. <laughs> the doors, obviously, they, they open the other direction. He thought he could kick the door open. He's <laughs> like, he's not kicking the glass. So I just let him kick the door, which his father was more annoyed at than I was. <laughs> uh so that was just hysterical. And then his dad came in. He's apologizing. Like I would have, if it was a problem, I would have stopped him. Like it was fine. He's just, his, he's a big kid, but he ain't gonna break my door. He's still two. <laughs> um, it was fine, but that was just, oh, he just cracks me up. And then he's, he normally runs up to to me, and he, it, he's just a cute kid. Um, but like those things, those are beautiful. Those are beautiful aspects of parish life, and. And I get it that parents can feel like they're failing in some sense, um, but it's it's beautiful. And a lot of the most beautiful things I've witnessed as a priest have been around family life and seeing how parents are trying to teach their children and help them grow. Another example that comes to mind, I went and anointed. We had a, a mom that was going to have some surgery. Uh, I came to the house to anoint her a couple of days before her surgery. And, you know, mom is in a dining room chair. I'm in the other dining room chair. She's got one kid on both knees. 
dad is wrangling the baby and the dog, and then two, one or two of the other kids are over here making noise and pinching and poking each other. And it was just, they, they felt like it was just too overwhelming. It, 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 in a sense, it was overwhelming. There was a lot going on. Um, but it was a, we still prayed, and I anointed her, and it was a beautiful afternoon. Um, anyway, I, it's, it's beautiful. Well, think about this. You had a two-year-old kicking to be let into church. I know, right? What can I, how can I possibly complain about that? Ladies and gentlemen, if we didn't have him kicking, who would be there to kick to say, let me in there? I know. That was awesome. We should all be kicking our way in. Seriously. To participate in the Holy Sacrifice oh, of Mass. Man. Well, so. we're going to talk about families and coming to Mass and the beauty and joy that is families at Mass on our podcast today. This is Ed Talks, where we hope to inspire saints who inspire saints to build the kingdom of God. Amen. kids with babies crying at all four masses it was beautiful and let's just say this that okay going back to your uh your your point that there will be some people who are annoyed and that's okay that's on them yeah but dear listener whether you have little children or you don't you have the opportunity to be the person who's not annoyed. You have the mm. opportunity to be the person who goes up to that family at the end of Mass and says, great job. It was so awesome seeing your family. Because as a parent... Thank you for bringing thank them. Thank you. As a parent, it is so... It, it feels like a mild victory to be reminded of the fact that we're not ruining everything. Right. In point of fact, the, the opposite... We are making, we are reminding people that there are young Catholics in the world, not only young as in young parents, but young as in tiny. Yeah, who are they're growing, little disciples. And they're the future of the church, and they learn by going there, and they, yes. the families will be so much more willing to come back if they are thanked, congratulated, high-fived, prayed with, whatever it is, but, but don't be afraid. You will, I promise you. You, your little comment might be the grace that God wants to send to this family that brings them back next week. Yes. So, so say yes. And it's a beautiful thing. We, and we should be thanking these parents for courageously bringing their kids. <laughs> I mean, there are way too many parents that are giving their children the choice. I didn't have a choice when I was a kid. My parents came to me. I came with them. I, there's no choice, and thank God they didn't give me a choice because like, look where I'm at now, right? The Holy Spirit worked and did its thing and gave me my vocation, and uh, I, and I fell in love with my parish, and it was like a second home to me. I mean, well, thank God my parents dragged me to church. There's um, so much wisdom in it, right? There's so much yes. wisdom in bringing your It's not like we would never say to our kids, okay, for dinner tonight, guys, do you want to have the ice cream? Or do you want to have uh, chicken and vegetables? Like that's just, no, just ice cream because the kids are going to always choose ice cream, and yeah. that's not good for them. No, they might not understand that ice cream 
is not the, a sufficient source of nutrients mm-hmm. that you need to have the chicken and the vegetable. That's our job as parents, right? Our job as parents is to be like, no, you got to eat a little, you got to have this, and you will grow strong, and you will grow into the person that God created you to be yes. because of these things that seem a little hard, and it gets easier. I promise. Especially if you start them so young, yep. then... Just living a virtuous life that's centered on Jesus and becoming who we receive in the Eucharist, that gets so much easier the more that we practice it, like with anything else in life. Um, so, okay, so let's, let's focus on, for a minute, okay. on focus. The, the importance of a parish community being truly open and inviting um, and the beauty that is children being children at Mass. Um, they, you know, God calls us to come to Mass and to participate in the sacraments as ourselves, right? So, um, you know, the Lord does not want, nor does he expect everybody to be at the same level of every, like, like that's, you know, equality is not that we're all the exact same, right? Um you know, God calls us to be ourselves. So if, if someone has special needs and they pray and sit in a church differently than those that don't have special needs, God is still calling them, right? And, and we do have, we also have uh, a good number of parishioners that do have special needs and the way that they Me. sit and pray in church. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just, yes, you do. <laughs> You're very special. You're a listener. Um, but we have, we have parishioners that, that, that don't pray in the same way that um, the majority sit through Mass as. And it's, it's beautiful that our people don't give them a hard time either, which would be extremely unchristlike, right? And so God is calling your five-year-old to come to Mass, or your three-year-old or your two-year-old, and God expects them to be the age that they are. And if that comes with kicking doors and crying because they're tired or they want something or laughing or whatever, I mean, as we mature, we want to help, you know, and there's also a way to help your children mature too. That is, they get old enough to know it's when it's appropriate to sit quietly. This is a good time to practice that. But if they're not able to do it, you know, God is calling them, right? They, God does not want... It's not about just bringing your kids to church when they're of the age to sit quietly and um, and pay attention, right? Because that that doesn't come till you're probably in your 30s if you're a man, <laughs> um, and maybe if in your ever. 20s as a woman. As a woman, but if ever, correct. So, you know, God is calling you to and to bring your children. He wants them as they are. I am so grateful that Saint Edward does not have and never has had a cry room. Those things are awful. They literally divide communities and they say, if you're going to make noise, we don't want you praying with the majority of the body of Christ. We want you in this other room that you can see us and try to do what we're doing, but you're going to do your own thing, so you go over there. And let me just tell you, as someone, you've probably never actually had the the great privilege of participating in a mass uh, from within a cry room, but I'll tell you, by separating yourself into a cry room, you, your, your kids, they disconnect from yeah. the Mass entirely. That, like, there might be a glass window for you to look through, 
But all you're doing is going, oh, I can't wait till someday I'm there on the other side of this thing. <laughs> right. And meanwhile, your kids are like doing everything and they won't learn. Part of coming to the Mass is letting them hear the Mass, letting them smell what the Mass smells yeah. like, letting them see how people kneel, stand, how they sit. What do we do? The Mass it's is how they learn. It's learned. It's learned. We learn the Mass by participating in it. We learn the Mass by observing it and, and by getting along. I sometimes mess up during Mass. Yeah. If I, my mind just gets distracted and I start just going off into kind of rote recitation yep. of prayers. Sometimes I'll say the wrong thing. Like, where am I? Oh, whoops. And I dial back in. Mm-hmm. You know, the, it is absolutely okay that a kid comes to Mass and isn't nailing the prayers, doesn't know necessarily... That is how they learn. They don't learn by being separated, certainly not by staying at home, yeah. and certainly not by, by being someplace other than as close to the pews, as close to the action, as close. Sit up in the front. Sit in the front. Let the kids see it. It's cool what's happening. It's amazing. It's Christ yeah. coming in to the altar, coming onto the altar in the form of bread and wine and becoming fully present in the Eucharist. That's an amazing thing that happens every time we're at Mass. Let them see it. Yeah. Get up front. What are some other tips and tricks? I think that giving kids a little booklet to flip through that has pictures of the Mass is great. Um, There are a lot of good resources that have these sorts of Mass booklets that have images. That helps them. But don't just... I I would recommend don't just give it to them unless you've got another little one who you need to really focus on. Then it it can be enough to give that to a child that's kind of in between and and you can't focus on. But really, work with that child. If you've got the ability, if you've got the potential to focus in on certain parts, and don't be afraid. I still talk to my daughters about what's happening in the Mass. And I still tell them, I was like, okay, this is the part. This is what's going to happen. And sometimes they will, I know. I know you've told me. But that's great. They know. Yeah. And they don't know if you don't tell them again and mm-hmm. again. It's not something you can tell them once. And they're, oh, sweet. Okay, I transubstantiation. I got it. I'm three, yeah. but I understand it. Um, <laughs> just keep working on it. So I would say don't be afraid to quietly whisper and point and show what's going on. Because it really, then you, you call them out of whatever daydream they're in and back towards the mass. If you see them drifting, talk to them. Call them out. Open up the missile. Right? Open up the little hymnal that we have, follow them, and, and use your finger as a guide. Even if they don't know how to read yet, then they're, they're, oh, all the words are right here, and I'm seeing your finger. I don't really understand what these words mean, but mm-hmm. I see it. There's a great thing in our source and summit right here. This is our hymnal that we're using, the missile. But any, any missile at, that you guys have in your churches, almost always towards the back, there are prayers. Pick a couple. And every time, for the, so with my family, what we do is before we go up to receive the Eucharist or if my kid's not old enough to receive a blessing, we, we, we recite the act of contrition. We say, okay, right now we're going to say sorry to God. I tell them, why are we doing this? So we do it. It's a great way to prepare them to learn and memorize the act of contrition. So whenever they go to confession, they've got that memorized. If they're not old enough, we say the act of spiritual communion. Right? It's something that we all saw a lot of when we were mm-hmm. watching during COVID, yeah. during COVID. So it's a beautiful prayer. <clears throat> Um, and then afterwards, we sit down and we always say the Anima Christi together. Nice. And it's cool because we do it as a call and response. And the version that's in here is not quite the version that we say. But there are so many prayers. Well, you know, like I'll have one kid say, Soul of Christ. Or I'll say it and they'll say, Sanctify me. Or they'll, one of them will say, Soul of Christ. And we'll say, Sanctify me. We do it quietly. 
But we, it's, it's engaging them in prayer. It's talking. We'll sing together. We'll open up the... What's, what are they singing? Okay. Let's, everybody got the right page? You know, just use the tools that we have because mm-hmm. there are tools. Um, talk about this. We're debuting yeah, yeah. soon. Uh, we're getting these things printed out right now. But there's going to be these um, mass responses and prayers hopefully placed in our pews soon. So use them. Pick them up. Use them. Show them. Show the kids how to use it. Use your fingers. Point. Talk. Don't be afraid of making a little noise because what you're doing is you're guiding yourself and your children back to, back to God. Those are, those are some of my tips. Beautiful. And for those that don't have children or young children anymore, be kind and polite. <laughs> Thank the, the parents that are bringing their kids. And if you don't like the kids of like, the sounds of children playing and laughing and being children... Go to one of the parishes that closed because <laughs> they're not around anymore and they're dead and they're dead because they stopped welcoming and evangelizing and inviting. Um, yeah, like my dad says, right? A church is not crying. It's a church that's dying. They're not, if we're not crying, we're dying. I love, so, I love that quote of your dad. And, and let's be honest. It's if, true. And if, and if we knew what was going on, the moment that we've been pulled, at the, the present moment that we've been pulled out of, and the actual permanent moment of Christ on the cross, mm-hmm. Christ at the Last Supper, Christ in the tomb rising, like that's what we're pulled into every Mass. Yes. We'd be crying too. Right. Like we'd be all in tears, emotionally, right. just in gratitude, in distress, in all of these things, in, in, in repentance. Like weeping is a natural reaction to the Mass. So the little kids get it better than we do. I know. It's, uh, but we can't have any of you cranky people annoying these parents that are doing the right thing. Right? And we don't at St. Ed's. We don't. We don't. Praise God that we don't. So many parents have said that. But for those of you that go to other parishes, if you're one of those cranky people, stop it. All right? And if you're not one of those cranky people, you see one of the cranky people, just go up and pull Tell them to stop it. Be polite about it and be like, you yeah. know, I saw you. I, I, I love it. I love seeing the little kids. Seriously. Right? I'm gonna, or if you see someone get chastised, go up to that person who's just been and chastised and be like, thank hey, them again. I know that it feels tough. But not everybody feels that way. It's so awesome to see you here with your kids. Great, you're doing a great yes. job. You're doing a yes. great job. Uh, if you have any tricks, offer them a trick. Yes. If, if they, how you did it when your kids yeah. were younger. Yeah. You know, but but support them. That's it's. I would much rather be in a church full of crying babies than a bunch of adults whining and complaining. Um, yes. That's because they're as an adult should be mature. And know not to just whine and complain until you get what you want. Children don't know any better, and so they'll cry and whine and complain until they get the toy that they want or the bottle or whatever. That's fine. They're children. That's all they know how to communicate that they need something. Adults that whine and complain, we got no time for that. Moms, dads, if you got little kids, it gets better. Don't stop because it's hard. It gets better. It gets easier. And by the time that your oldest starts getting it, then your oldest becomes a little catechist for the little one. Amen. And it's just, so just keep going. You're doing great work. And keep bringing those little ones to Mass. On another, we'll end on a, another positive. Um, on Good Friday, we had our, our Good Friday mm. celebration. Mm. Seeing the children of the families that are here every Sunday, and there's many of them. We have tons of kids here on Good Friday mm-hmm. as well. Um, seeing those kids approach the cross at the veneration mm. of the cross, uh, it just melted my heart. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. 
because their families have formed them to know how important the cross is. They have parents that are modeling Christ's own sacrifice through their way of parenting. And so they, they approach that cross, maybe not fully understanding what they were doing, but seeing these children from various from babies that mom or dad took their hand and had to touch the cross to kids that are in fourth, fifth, sixth grade, even in high school, coming up and genuflecting and touching or kissing the cross. It was it's a beautiful thing to see. And this is passing on the faith. This is part of evangelization and catechesis. This is the, the, the primary role of parents to their children. But we also do it as a parish family, helping to raise up these little domestic churches um, as part of our one bigger parish family. It's, it's a beautiful thing. Beautiful one, thing. One last piece of advice. If yeah. you don't have, because even if you do, the kids that are, as they get older, right, because this is where, these are the critical years, like when they're starting to figure things out, starting to wrestle with everything that they've been taught, everything that's been handled, it's the beauty and truth that's been handed to them, but, but it's, they live in a world that tells them it's stupid. Mm-hmm. They live in a world that tells them it's all a bunch of hogwash or horse hockey. Horse hockey. Down says. <laughs> Find out their names. Talk to them. There was a great, and I know I've talked to you about this before, a, a, an amazing, powerful point. If a young person has five non-family members that know him or her by name at his or her church, that young person has a 90% chance of staying with that church. Mm -hmm. So let them know you see them. Thank them for coming when they're 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Get to know the kids' names. Get to know their their names. Go up to them after Mass and say, Hey, Jimmy, thanks for coming. It's awesome to see you. You know, how you doing? A little bit. Because the little kids, mom and dad, you, you are so important. But everybody else, we all become important in letting them know that they do have a place here at the foot of the cross and, and inside of our church, right alongside all of us. And it all goes back to Matthew, right? Yeah. Matthew 18. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, excuse me, Matthew 19, verse 13. Then children were brought to him, that, to Jesus, that he might lay his hands on them and pray. The disciples rebuked them. Don't be one of those disciples rebuking the people who are bringing the children. But Jesus said, let the children come to me and do not prevent them. For the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. After he placed his hands on them, he went away. Like, leave with that, right? That's got nothing better to say than what Jesus Jesus himself. So, friends, this is Ed Talks where we hope to inspire saints who inspire saints regardless of age to build the kingdom of God. Amen. Hallelujah. See you next week, folks.